0: Hello and welcome back to Low-Key Gatekeeping. I am your host once again, Cameron, and I'm so excited for this episode because it is dedicated to Mr. Harry Styles himself. Um, it's all going to revolve around him. I will get into more specifically what I mean by that, but to start off, I want to be consistent with our segments, and I do have the last song that I listened to on Spotify. It was Really by Blackpink. So, this song is kind of honestly what got me into Blackpink. Like, I knew they're like, hits and stuff, but then I had just been, like, going through this- their discography, and I found Really, after kind of seeing that title pop up a few times, like, on Twitter and things like that, and I was like, this must be kind of, like, one of the low-key hits, and it is. It's literally so good. Listen to Really by Blackpink. It's so good. I'm so excited to see them in concert this month, because we're in October now. We're in the spooky season, as they say. I hate that so much, but- You know, I have to be with the trends in order to do this. Um, Yeah, so Really By Blackpink was the last song I listened to. Let me check the last songs that I added to my playlist because I'm honestly not sure if I've added any since the last time I recorded. I added This Is Why um, by Paramore, which will kind of bleed into our New Music Friday little segment, and Marvelous by Wallows because I forgot that I liked that song when I saw them at Lollapalooza. I was like, oh, this is such a good song forgot to add it um because the last thing I added before that was all of NCT 127's new album which I talked about in the last episode so I don't think I need to address that so that's kind of what's been new as far as music and adding things to my playlist and the next thing would be New Music Friday which I already kind of addressed um nothing really excited me too much Nothing's excited me like that much but Paramore did put out a new single after not putting out music for like I think since 2018, I believe. So that was kind of a big deal. So I gave it a listen. I liked it. I'm not like, not subless to it. I did add to my playlist. I mean, I'm gonna listen to it more, obviously. If I hated it, I wouldn't have added it. Um, but I really liked it. Definitely very Paramore. Um, I'm not like huge into every single song I've ever made, but the songs I do like, I like, love hardcore. So I think they're gonna be interesting when they put their album out. I'm excited to hear the full thing. And I believe their actual first stop on their tour was today as well in California. Um, so that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But yeah, other than that, I think there was like an Ed Sheeran song, a Charlie Puth song, uh, a couple of like a Tate McRae I saw, but like nothing that I really felt like needed to be highlighted <laughs> for this segment. So I'm just going to go ahead and move on from New Music Friday and I'm going to go ahead and get into the big idea which is Harry and that starts us on our concert catch-up so the last concert that I went to was to Harry Styles um last Thursday so it's only been a few days because today is Sunday um and I just did like a quick day trip to Austin with my friend Anita shout out to Anita um to go see Mr. Harry Styles and I'm gonna kind of go through that whole story because honestly the trip itself was crazy um in my uh definition of crazy. Um, and the whole time I was like, this is the links I will go to for Harry Styles. Like, there's no one else that I'd be doing all of this for, and going through all of this for, and I'll explain that in just a minute. So, let me just start off (laughs) before we even went on the trip. So, We left on Thursday morning, so my last day when I was working was Wednesday, and I won't even get into the details of the day of work, but let's just say Wednesday was not my favorite day, and I ended the day crying at my desk, so (laughs) I was really ready to have my break and go to the concert, so it was really good timing, Um, so I wake up Thursday, we ended up going around noon, we drive down to Austin, the trip there is fine. Again, I was just happy to not be at work. (laughs) I was like, you know, I'm just gonna relax, have a good time, enjoy the concert, just be in my happy place. So (laughs) we get there, we get to the hotel, and I'm going to check into the hotel. And they usually, as far as I'm concerned, anytime I've stayed at a hotel, you pay when you leave. Like you may put your card there to, like, put a hold on it or something, but you pay for the whole thing when you leave. So I'm checking in, and then they ask me for my card. I'm like, okay, sure. Uh, Keep in mind, this is Thursday and I get paid on Friday and I'm trying to be more responsible financially, but in this uh, situation right now in my life, I was just like, you know, I'm going to get paid tomorrow and I'll get charged for the hotel tomorrow. So it's fine. Um, And they charged me for the hotel. And as soon as I realized I was about to put my card in there and that it was going to decline because I did not have enough funds. So I had to make some things work. And then we got into the room. Everything was fine. But I was that was already throwing me for a loop so as soon as we got to Austin it just kind of felt like what is going on and I love Austin I love Austin I want to live there eventually um <laughs> but it was just kind of not starting off the best so then I'm like okay we're in the hotel room we got there we were in there like around like I believe like four ish and the show started at eight doors opened at 6 30 we were planning on getting there maybe like seven, so we could have time to take pictures, time to get merch, and then we'll go sit down in our seats because thank God we had seats. I love being on the floor for general admission, but oh my goodness, do I get so tired and annoyed by people because I think I'm only 22, but <laughs> I just feel like at this age, I'm just like, I'd rather just have a seat and be able to eat and drink and not have to worry about people pushing me or signs being thrown up in my face. Cause that makes the experience just more annoying as much as i love to see like the artists themselves up close, especially Harry. And I have seen him on the floor before. So whenever I got these tickets, which were also very hard to get, and I had to pay resale for them, um, I was just like, you know what? Seats will be fine. And they were good seats. They were lower bowl, lower bowl seats. So I was like, okay. So <laughs> we're just chilling at the hotel and then we start getting ready. Like I said, we're trying to, we're like, okay, we'll like leave for seven, get there, have time, do all of our stuff. Um, our hotel was eight minutes away from the parking garage, eight minutes, eight minutes away from the parking garage. And so we leave and I'm, you know, I'm expecting traffic. I'm not like oblivious to it. I'm like, okay, there is going to be some traffic. So I'll account for that. And we start leaving. And once we start getting closer to the Moody Center, cause that's what the venue was, the Moody Center on UT campus. Um, obviously we see all the traffic and I had prepaid for parking at Manor Garage. Let me preface this by telling you never park at manor garage in your life because it took what should have been maybe like a 20 to 30 minute drive to get to the garage, like an hour. Like we were genuinely like, are we going to be able to get into this concert before it starts? And we left at seven. So we're driving we're just honestly making circles. I'm like, the streets I'm supposed to turn on are closed and all the directions I'm supposed to follow, whether it's on the Moody Center website or Google Maps, like nothing is getting me to where I need to go. And then plus we're on UT's campus, so there's like I think that kind of played into it as well, because there's like UT students there as well with the traffic. Um, and then just people going to the concerts. So <laughs> we're going in circles, we're going in circles. Clyde Littlefield Road, I will never forget that name in my life, because that's the one it wanted to turn on to get to that garage, and we couldn't. So eventually, after like looking at the map and we were just in back to back traffic, we just kind of started looking closely at the map and having to just figure it out ourselves and be like, okay, it's telling us turn here, but we're just gonna keep going. And eventually we ended up coming by just a different area we hadn't been to yet. So then we saw some people who looked like they were working either the event or they were with UT. So I was like, somebody should be able to help us because it is is a UT garage that like students usually park at. <laughs> so we asked them and thankfully they like pointed us in the right direction. We got in there and we parked, I remember it was at 8.08 PM. <laughs> so it took us like a little over an hour to park. So at that point, I was so exhausted and the longer we were in traffic and stuff I was like okay we'll, we'll take a few pictures but we really don't need to spend that much time on it and then it got to the point where I was like you know I don't want to even have to worry about merch because I wanted to take the merch back to my car so I wouldn't have to carry it in the venue but at that point I was like you know what Um, they will sell merch early merch in a different location uh, tomorrow and I was like we'll just go tomorrow and that way I can just take it straight to my car and we won't waste time so, I crossed out merch. I kind of was like, don't worry about pictures. We'll take, like, a few, but not spend a whole bunch of time on it. Just so we can get to our seats. We already missed the opener. <laughs> Just so we can get to our seats in time before. And I still want to get a drink as well, because they have the special, like, um, Harry-themed drinks and stuff with, this, with little special cups, which are cute. Um, and I love a collectibles item. So, I was like, I definitely have to get that. <laughs> so we finally get in we're walking the garage was not far from the actual venue but literally I don't know if we would have got there unless we had talked to those people from UT so shout out to the UT Austonians. <laughs> so we start walking and we took a couple pictures like out in the front just because like once we were actually out since it was so close to or since the opener was already on honestly the show technically started um but here he wasn't out yet it wasn't like super crowded so we took some pictures walking around we got in line for drinks I got a drink um and then we finally make it to our seats at eight forty. so 20 minutes because Harry came on at like 9 so 20 minutes before he came on and at that point I was like, okay we made it thank god it was a hot mess but we made it and then once the show started honestly like all my worries Drifted away. No thoughts of work. No thoughts of parking. No thoughts of anything else that happened prior because of his concerts. Like, I don't know another artist like him that cultivates, like, such a freeing and just, like, n- I will not even, I want to say mind numbing because it's not, but just, like, he always, like, be who you want to be and I'm like, yes, uh-huh, 100%, 100%. And I just was, like, dancing, having fun, singing to the songs, and I had nothing else on my mind in those two hours. So, It was just such a good time and I understand why people go to so many concerts or go to so many of his shows because if I had the money and the transportation and no job to worry about, I would be at all the shows I could attend because it's just so fun. It's just so, so, so fun. And I um, did kind of miss the floor a little bit, but again, my seat was worth it just for the fact that I could sit down because I got like hot and sweaty and I like start hurting after standing the whole show basically. Um, but literally, again, no artist I know like him since I was 12, me and him, we're just forever gonna have that bond. I will go to his shows as long as he performs, because I just will go back for that experience. I'll chase that high every single time. So, after the concert, thankfully, we were not far from the garage, so we walked back to the garage. We started driving back to the hotel. We get, uh, P. Terry's. Shout out to P. Terry's. Um, Anita introduced me to it, and it was quite delicious at that moment in time, Like, the fries were so good. The burger was good. Um, It was just a good way to end the night. And I was exhausted. So, you know, went to bed. We wake up the next morning. And Anita also recommended a restaurant that she wanted us to go eat at for breakfast. I was like, okay, that sounds good. We get there. And it wasn't far from a hotel. But when, like, the weird thing about Austin that I'm not 100% on board with is just, like, how congested things can be. Because it's more of, like, a city, if you will, I don't really know if that makes sense, but there is basically parking is not like a big parking lot to what I'm used to. It'll be like really small parking lots. You have to park on the street and things like that. And I'm not used to that. So we have to like kind of turn on this like kind of back road that's not all the way like finished. And it says parking for the restaurant. And there's this like big speed bump that I'm like, is this the entrance? And then he's like, yeah. And so I'm like, okay. And I see other cars like going over it and stuff. I'm like, okay. And it made like a sound <laughs> on my, under my car, but I'm like, okay, whatever. We're in the parking. We go there and Anita had made a reservation, but then we went in there. They said the reservation was for like a week later. So we had to do a wait. And like I said, we didn't get merch at the concert. So I was like, okay, let's go to the early merch while we are waiting for our table here. Cause the early merch was like a few minutes away. So we go over there. The line's not super long. We end up waiting there for like 45 minutes. Um, in the very hot sun, again, the line was like not long compared to a lot of the lines I've waited in, (laughs) but it was still long and it was just so hot. And then we got up there and I wanted the black love on tour shirt. I wanted the white, like Austin specific shirt. And then I wanted the keychain and the poster, like with the tour dates on it and stuff. And so we get up there and they had everything except the white Austin shirt. They only had in a small and I was like, oh my gosh, seriously. Cause I did consider maybe getting that the day before but I'm like with all the um dates they have like there's six shows and they're doing these early uh merch opportunities to buy in between and stuff I was like they have to have enough and they probably obviously have more because there's today's a show and tomorrow's a show but they didn't have any more at that location so I just got the small even though I'm gonna have to probably end up selling it and he did end up putting New York and Toronto shirts on his online shop so I'm hoping he does that for Texas as well so I can get my correct size but that was very annoying like after all the way and that was like the main shirt I wanted but I was like you know what we're gonna move on we're gonna move on at that point I was just hungry and hot so I can get my merch they had everything else um and we go eat at Pluckers because we love Pluckers shout out Pluckers oh my god never fails never fails us and usually we go there like after concerts, so it was good to like kind of come back to our roots with that one if you will so we ate that and then we ended up like walking around the domain for a little bit which was fun because I love the domain it's just like a nice little outdoor vibe and I'm like we don't really have anything like that here um so it's really something different and we're gonna leave and come back straight from the domain so we got gas before we go and we started heading back and it's about like a three and a half hour drive back to Houston so (laughs) we're driving back and Um, I start hearing this, like, scraping under my car, and Anita was sleeping, so I was just hearing it, I was like, okay, you know, it might just be road noise, if you will, because, you know, there's always just noise on the road, or maybe it's something I'm listening to, it might be something in the background, and then Anita eventually wakes up, and she's kind of like, do you hear that too, like, the scraping noise, and I'm like, yeah, I was just, Kind of thought it was the road noise or something, and she was like, "No, it sounds like like something scraping. I'm afraid it's gonna like s- it's gonna like spark or something." And so that kind of made me nervous. And I was like, "Oh my goodness, what if it is like a big piece of metal hanging from the underside of my car? <laughs> it's like sparking against the road." um, So then at that point, I was like uh, silently or low key, if you will, uh, panicking because I was like, "Oh my gosh, my car is gonna explode on the road." At this point, I'm convinced my car is gonna explode. <laughs> so I'm like looking, and we're in the middle of like the highway in between Austin and Houston just fields of grass and cows and things like that so I was just looking for an exit because I was like I'll just pull o- pull over to the next like food stop it's not like scary <laughs> and like just look under my car as best as I can and see if there's anything and at least I'll have like that peace of mind so eventually like 20 minutes later after we addressed it we uh saw a McDonald's sign so we pull over to the McDonald's and you know at that point we we're like mm, we could kind of go for some fries and stuff so we go into the mcdonald's go get some food and i call my dad because he knows a lot about cars and so i kind of was explaining it to him we're getting our food and then he kind of told me was like well if you've been driving for that long and you've been hearing <laughs> the scraping of your car and like nothing crazy has happened then you have like an hour drive an hour left of the drive left so just keep on going and i was like you know what? okay that makes me feel a little bit better and we looked around the car before we went into the mcdonald's and didn't see anything But as we're, and we went into the McDonald's, got our food, I'm talking on the phone. So as I'm walking back to the car from inside the McDonald's, me and Anita both see this big, like, metal piece hanging from, like, where my hood is, but, like, underneath it. So it's under my car, but it's, like, the front part of my car. And we're literally like, oh, that's it. That is exactly what we were talking about, or exactly what we were, like, picturing. So, I start trying to, like, take videos and pictures of it and stuff, and it's not touching the ground, it's just, like, hanging, and so it would be, like, anytime that the road, like, starts getting higher, if that makes sense, like, anytime, then it would start, it would touch the ground for, like, a little bit and scrape, so it wasn't, like, consistently dragging on the road, that I would have been nervous about, it was just, like, if I was going a little too fast or if it scraped the road, like, because it's pretty hilly on some parts of the highway, then, um, it would make the noise. So, but we basically came to the same conclusion since it's not like dragging and we've been driving the whole other, the rest of the time, then it should be fine. And then we started thinking back and we're like, okay, how did this happen? And I'm basically connecting it back to the place we were going to eat at that morning (laughs) because we ended up not going there because we missed our time because we were in the early merch line and we ate at Pluckers instead. But the place we were originally going to eat had that speed bump. So the speed bump, I'm pretty sure when I scraped over it, it like pulled this piece of my car down and I had no idea what that piece was either. So I just took some pictures of it and we kept moving and we kept driving back and luckily we made it back safely. And then at that point we just both went home and I said, I'll just check it out in the morning. I'll take it to the dealership and we'll see. And luckily we, or I did, I just went, luckily I went to the dealership um, and ask them, Hey, like basically this piece kept scraping. I couldn't tell what it was. Um, could you guys just take a look at it and let me know. And I'm expecting to be like 300 something dollars and like has to be taken in and I have to get a rental or something like that. Um, but basically it was, they said it was like a shield or something that was underneath my car. Um, and they just were able to pop it back in. Thankfully they did not charge me. Honestly, like bless them because I don't know what I would have done. I don't know what I would have done. Cause I couldn't have taken any more like, nonsense after the parking stuff, after the shirt, after the scraping, and we were at the McDonald's for, like, hours, so I was just ready to go home. It was just a lot of obstacles, it felt like, and I'm probably forgetting some details as well, but it was just a lot, so I was just happy after that, and I got my car washed, and I just went about my day, but that was basically the end of my hairy show, and I went through all of that, all the parking, all the scraping, all of that was because I just needed to see this man again. And I almost didn't go on this trip, but again, after that day of work on Wednesday, I was like, I have to go. Um, I'm so glad that we didn't cancel it and didn't sell the tickets because that was a plan originally. It kind of was like, it was on, then it was off, and it was on. Um, so overall, I am glad I, I went. I did not regret it, but the trip itself was crazy, but Harry made it all worth it as he always does. And moving on to my next topic, still Harry Styles related, is a don't worry darling review so of course if you have been living under a rock the past like few weeks past month has been all in the press about all the drama with don't worry darling but you know the movie has came out now it's been out for a couple weeks and i've seen it twice i went to an early screening like a week before it came out and then i went and saw it again with my same friend anita a few days later because i was like you have to see it because I personally really enjoyed it. I know people have their thoughts on the acting, on the storyline, and then how the drama affects people's kind of um, viewpoint on it, but I personally enjoyed it. And I'm gonna say confidently that I'm not biased. Like, I really enjoyed the story. I thought everyone's acting was great, as well as Harry's. Of course, it was only, like, his second big role, but I thought he did good. Like, I want y'all to go up there and try and act. And be like a lead in the movie. Like, come on now. Let's be little let's be a little real. Let's be real. Um, but I wanted to start off because I wanted to mention some things I noted while I watched it the second time. But before that, um I want to read my Letterboxd review. Follow me on Letterboxd. letter. Bleh, that is not what it's called. Follow me on letterboxed. Mine is C-A-L-A-C-O-U-R-1 calicourt one that is my account but I like to review movies and pretend I'm pretend I'm a movie critic when I'm not but it's fun it's fun to not take things super seriously sometimes guys <laughs> but my first review that I had I'll read that and then I made a review whenever I rewatched it so my first review I gave it four stars and I said, I knew it was going to be kind of dark and creepy, but it was even more than I anticipated. was very invested and I liked the story and probably would have liked it even more if I wasn't in a room of hairy stands that scream and laugh at every scene. And then I put like dash, a hairy style stand because this is coming from a hairy style stand. Um, P.S. If Jack is telling me to stay in victory where it's safe, I don't know about y'all, but I'm going to believe him. No questions asked. I still agree with this. <laughs> and then when I saw it a few days later, I still had a four stars. And I said, even better the second time with all the Easter eggs, because now I was, like, noticing all these things, which is what I made the notes about. And I wanted to mention, and some people I've seen, like, on Instagram and Twitter, like, already pointed these things out. But at the time, I did not know them. And I noticed them on my own. So, <laughs> if you've seen the movie, obviously, spoiler alert. Or if you haven't seen the movie, I'm sorry, spoiler alert. Um, so, when I rewatched it, the first thing I realized was that how in real life, like, how they are in the Uh, bed in the simulation and they have those like metal things holding open their eye they have like that symbol of the eye with like the little metal clamps like that's the symbol of the town victory like it's like everywhere it's like on flags it's in like houses restaurants like it was everywhere and I was like what the heck it's so obvious now that I like look back on it obviously then I also noticed um I this one I saw a video of on Twitter so I was like glad someone confirmed that I wasn't just making things up (laughs) but it was when she was like cleaning the window at one point kind of like towards the middle of the movie and she like was like rubbing at her eye and she kind of like opened her eye and like with her fingers like she was rubbing it and it was kind of looking the same as those little metal clamps that hold open their eye so they were saying that like that's kind of like the system glitching and she could like feel the metal clamp on her face like in the simulation because that's how it is in real life so I thought that was interesting um and then like early on in the movie they like I noticed a few times they like flashed something really quick and you couldn't tell what it was but it was like flashing I know at one point it was for sure Jack in the bed with the eye clamp on but it was like really really dark but now that like once you've seen the whole movie and you see what that looks like it flashes really quick and you can tell that's him and I think I did it a few times with even um Alice as well so it's like that was interesting that they like kind of spoiled it before but you didn't know watching it the first time then also I noticed that the first time that she went and followed the plane and went to the like thing at the top of the hill I don't know what you call it um and they were like doing the whole little montage of her mind if you will and um Frank was talking it was saying allow your consciousness to go into a new world when she was like seeing the light above the bed and obviously that's what they have to do in order to go to the simulation if they have to allow their consciousness to go into a new world. So that was like literally foreshadowing what was actually happening because they hadn't revealed that in that part of the movie. And then at one point, Jack had told Alice, like, instead of I love you or something, he said, you love me to Alice. And that was like very like simple, but it's like he's telling her like, remember, you love me, even though I am forcing you to be here, basically. He's like, you love me. Um It was like when they were in the kitchen after... She didn't know how she got there after the uh, trolley, I believe. Um, And he was making the food and stuff. And so I was like, hmm, that's interesting that he worded it that way. Um, And then whenever the doctor came to the house, I can't remember the doctor's name. Dr. Collins, I think. Um, When he came to the house um, and they were like talking back and forth and he wanted to give her the pills and the medication, Jack was like, we can handle it ourselves. Um, And he was like, okay, well, we'll keep this on file. And he kind of gave him a look. Like, okay, we'll keep this on file and if something happens again, if you mess up or if she starts acting out again, then you won't be able to stay in victory because look what happened to Ted and Margaret. And even when they were talking about Ted and Margaret, he kind of was looking at Jack in a way like, watch how your girl is doing because it can go left really quick. (laughs) Um, And then everyone's talked about the Frank hating tuna because Jack actually doesn't like tuna because that's all he eats in the real world. Um, because he doesn't want to connect to anything in that like actual lifestyle because he's like miserable working just to stay in the simulation um and then after the dinner where everything like blows up he was upset um because she was like trying to save them at least that's how I interpret it he was upset because she was trying to save them so much and he felt like he was trying to save them by being in the simulation but she felt like that wasn't even good enough obviously and she's like I want to get out and he's obviously wants her to stay in Um, and he doesn't want to go back to the real world, so I could just, that was how I was reading his emotions, kind of, because he was like, I don't feel like we need to be safe, because I want to stay in here with you, Um, and then when they were, like, about to escape before he, like, ratted her out, basically, and he was, like, kissing her, and they were just, like, being super, like, affectionate, I just was kind of seeing, like, this was, like, the last moment, kind of, before, like, everything was, like, no going back. So I feel like he was kissing her because he knew that, like, at this point, this might be, like, the last time I even have an ounce of her trust before everything hits the fan. So those are kind of just some notes I made and things I noticed. But I really enjoyed the movie. I'm really proud of Harry, obviously. Um, and I'm so excited for My Policeman as well because that's going to come out soon at the end of this month. Um, and I've heard it has, like, really good reviews. He's, like, being considered for Oscar nominations which is insane if that's true um and that is all I have for this episode this is literally just Harry Styles hour um I will talk about him more obviously but I just had so much about him I was like this should just be an episode dedicated to him because why not why not it's true to me it's true to me and I don't think I have anything else to say so hopefully you enjoyed this episode I did not know what I'll be doing on the next episode, but it will be out soon. That'll be episode three. This has been very fun to record. Hopefully I've been able to control my bass a little bit, but I get excited and I want to talk really fast. Um, so thank you for listening and I'll see you on the next one.